Wednesday night, and we are live. Hope everybody's doing good. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Just a few of my notes from the pregame that I, I shouldn't be doing this, and I've begun to do this for some reason, as if I have more time as ever I get to all of my stuff in 90 minutes, but I just can't help it because there's a few things that I have to comment on from the pregame, from the pregame videos. If you're wondering what I'm talking about when I say pregame, the videos that we just showed over the last about 11 minutes. And I just have to give, Troy Nels is the Republican of the month with that video with him and uh, Swalwell saying that he has a checkered past. And I love how, and I believe Troy Nels is a smart man, Republican congressman. He's a smart man, very smart man, real real right winger, for sure. One of the the few that's a genuine right winger, genuine MAGA guy. When he said, when he actually renamed uh, Eric Swalwell's alleged affair woman, Yum Yum, that's pretty funny. He knows it's Fang Fang. And he renamed her Yum Yum. <laughs> it's pretty freaking funny. I mean, that is great. And see, this is this is what you have to do. And you got to have fun with it. It's great. You know, he wasn't bothered at all. He just kept it. And he made sure. And he, he knew it was Yum Yum. And he made sure he got Yum Yum in twice. He did. He, I love that. It's fantastic. Other things in the, in the pregame, 53%. Remember now, this is Jake Tapper talking. Actually, no, it, was, it wasn't Jake Tapper. Uh, I forgot the guy's name. But anyway, it was CNN, MSNBC. They were actually talking. This is their polling that I showed in the pregame. 53% of Biden voters from, 20, listen, from 2020, 53% of Biden voters don't want him to run for re-election. 53%, 76% of Americans, a uh, Chuck Todd, you're the best, Aaron, thank you. So that was a Chuck Todd poll. So in 76% of, of, of Americans under 35 do not want him to run for re-election. Staggering polls for an incumbent. Absolutely staggering. You wonder about Donald Trump who received 74 million votes, the most votes of any incumbent in American history. Of course, Joe Biden got 81 million. Yeah, right. And, and on the Hunter Biden stuff, where he's being sued by by the stripper, her name's London. I can't remember her last name, but she's being he's suing her. He, I mean, she is suing him. He's refusing to give her any child support payments. It's it's already been confirmed that is his daughter. That's confirmed. I mean, DNA test. That's his daughter. And what's funny is is that Joe Biden was asked. They had he had having all these little kids at the White House, which is a dangerous thing in and of itself to be around Joe Biden. How many of them got sniffed? So you have these little kids and they're asking Joe Biden a question. Where do your grandkids live? And he said, well, I have six grandkids. Uh, no, no, Joe, you have seven grandkids. And that's a, that's a fact. This is Hunter Biden's, Hunter Biden's daughter. Without a DNA test, of course, he was forced to take the DNA test. He failed. That's his daughter, period. That's the way it is. Now, why doesn't he want to pay his child support payments? Because child support payments are set on how much you make. You make a million dollars a year, you pay this amount. You make $200,000 a year, you make this. You make $25,000 a year, you make pay this much. In order for it to be determined, what has to be relinquished to the court? All of his financial records. Oh, what do I wouldn't do that? Any of you that were watching out there, if you were in a child custody squabble and somebody, you know, they, the judge wanted you to put forward your, to release your financial records, you would do it. Why won't he? I wonder why. I wonder why he won't release these records to a judge who will then become public record, potentially become public record. Last thing, well, not last thing, Jennifer Granholm, Transportation Secretary, she wants, no, uh, Energy Secretary, uh, Transportation Buttigieg, Energy Secretary, she says she wants our entire military fleet to be electric in seven years. 
Our entire military fleet. How's that going to work in the war zone? You char- are they going to are they going to have charging stations out there? And then who char- what what charges the charging station in the middle of a of a ba- of a tank battle? You're in the middle of a tank battle. Let's say with the CCP, with the PLA, the People's Liberation Army, and your tank so you gets a little low meter on it. Starts to starts to you know chuck chuck chuck. It's running out. Of, it's running out of electric power. What what do you do then? You gonna pull it up to a charging station? And last of course, and last but not least, what charges charging stations? She talks about this as if all the emissions will now be gone. You have to have all the emissions to mine for the lithium batteries as well as the all the other minerals, not just lithium. Many other minerals, which are all in Afghanistan, by the, way, by the way, which is very strange that Joe Biden would surrender Afghanistan to the people that actually are holding him hostage, that are holding him at ransom. That would be the CCP. He surrenders all the future. If, if, I don't agree with the future being electric this and electric that, because that's just a way to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a single access point. But it's very fun, funny that his master's you know, the very masters that told him, Joe, you shall allow a Chinese spy balloon, which is transmitting uh, transmitting second by second all of the information that's collecting back to the PLA live and in motion. That, that you will allow that to happen because if you don't, they're extorting Joe Biden. We will release all the money that we've given you. That, that came out recently where you saw the $1 million that was actually released to a Biden business partner, $3 million was released to him. He kept a million, gave another million to, a, to a, um, another business partner. And then a million was given to the Biden family and it was spread out between six members of the Biden family. 650,000 went to Hunter. But she wants all of our military fleet, ships, tanks, Humvees. What, what am I missing, Will? Uh, other military equipment. What? They're all going to be electric now. And again, what, what, makes, what makes electric vehicles work? Batteries, they say. No, no, no. What makes electric vehicles work is fossil fuels, which charge the batteries, and they act as if this is some sort of solution. They know it's not a solution. But they don't care about CO2 emissions. That's just a vehicle for them to put control on you, to control you, to leverage you into a one world commerce system, to bring you into submission because their hand will then be at the switch. You're like, how will will it be at the switch? Well, if you have an ESG controlled company, environmental social governance company, governing your, your, uh, how much electric that you use, and it can easily just be shut down. How hard is it for anybody ever had? I've never, I've never had it happen to me, but I've had obviously obviously the power can be i've had the power shut off many many times living in florida with with hurricanes and and thunderstorms it's not hard they just turn it off they don't even have to go to your house anymore they can remotely turn off your electric that's the point of all of this and of course it makes no sense because they're acting like well you know what since it's electric there's no co2 being emitted into the air which by the way is wrong there's still CO2 emitted into the air with you, using electric vehicles. But, uh, but all the carbon emissions that it takes to make the electric vehicle, I'm trying to remember the stat. I, don't hold me to this, but I believe it was 16 years. So you have to have your electric vehicle for 16 years to make up for the CO2 emissions that you would have 
for a, for a regular car. So you'd have to have it for 16 years before it starts to catch up where it actually is, is actually gaining ground in the lack of CO2 emissions in comparison to a standard, uh, a standard uh, internal combustion engine. That's, you have to own it for, who owns a car for 16 years? I've never owned a car for 16 years. So this makes absolutely no sense. One other thing, well, two other things. I haven't even gotten to the show yet, and it's 849. The ATF, if you saw those videos, I, I was really contemplating whether or not to use that as part of the show. I probably should have, because it's important there. But the ATF, using FFLs, when an FFL closes, a, a licensed firearm store closes, the way that it has been for years and years and years and years, even during Obama, during the Bushes, during the Clintons, during the other Bushes, during the Reagans, during Ford, during Nixon, during Carter, all those, is when an FFL closes, a licensed gun store closes, all of their records are erased. Their records are thrown away, literally thrown away, erased. Now the Biden administration, unbeknownst to everybody else, because what they have is leftist globalist elitists running the ATF and the ATF is taking unilateral action without any voter support whatsoever. There's no votes on the floor of the House. There's no votes on the floor of the Senate. Senate, no, no statewide votes, county votes, city votes, nothing. Which, by the way, in a constitutional Federalist Republic is illegal because you have the ATF unilaterally making law, like their plastic brace law that nobody even knows it's illegal and that people can be feloniously charged with, which of course is still part of the agenda, to always be able to charge you with crimes that you don't know exist, just like in 1-6. The, the, the barriers are moved down, the barriers are taken down by Ray Epps and his buddy in the MAGA hat, so that people don't even know they're trespassing. That's all, that's all the same demonic spirit, same demonic plans, same propaganda, it's always the same. So ATF, when an FFL closes, now captures the records of every person who's ever bought a gun in that store. So what are they doing with that? Making a firearms registry. Now I wanna make sure that we, have, we, we bring proper celebration to this because we've had all sorts of new holidays that have been brought to us by the Biden administration. We had on March 30th, Transgender Visibility Day, you know, so that's celebrated with hanging, uh, uh, you know, penises, lopped off penises and testicles and breasts all around your house. Those are the ornaments for Transgender Visibility Day. So I'm trying to, without being really disgusting, trying to come up with my ornaments for the newest Biden holiday, which is merely one, what is the date today, Aaron, the 27th? So I believe it's the 26th, is now Lesbian Visibility Day. So I don't know what the ornaments will be for that yet. If I can think of it without violating my Christian principles, I will tell you what that will be. But I just wanted to, wanted to you know, I don't know what the, the uh, you know, the carols will be for these days. You know, what will be the like Santa Claus of these days? I mean, you can picture the Santa Claus, what the Santa Claus would look like for, tra- there you go. Well, there you go, but there you go, there it is. So maybe that'll be it. No, that, that, well, put that back up, Aaron. So that will, there's some of our ornaments now. So I don't have to actually put it into words, but this is that's his lesbian visibility day, which will also some of these have crossover value, because they'll cross right over into transgender visibility day. So you can really use your ornaments and do even we'll, we'll come up with the carols, yeah, we'll come up with the transgender Santa Claus, whatever it may be. 
So there you go. I just wanted to bring bring you the latest from the Biden administration. All right, let's move on. Now here's some just some quick, you know, couple stories that are unrelated. Usually I do things in tranches and they're all they're all together. Well, these are just a couple random stories. PJW shorts, uh, Fox News executive. Now what's been predicted with the time? Some of you might be again, pun intended, tuckered out, but I still want to talk about it because it's a big move because Tucker was the last vestige of real conservatism in in mainstream media in prime time. I still like Jesse Waters. I still like Laura Ingram. Sean Hannity's crap, but I still do like them. I'm not watching them because I'm boycotting Fox. You will see Fox clips on here because I need to put Fox clips on when it's something relevant, when somebody does an interview on Fox. Like John Solomon, if we get to it, you'll see it. But what what was predicted? I'm trying to remember who it was that was predicting it. And if I can, if it pops into my mind, I'll bring it to you. It may have been Jack Posobiec. It may have been Posobiec's brother. I don't remember. But they were predicting that what was going to happen with this. May have been Bongino even. I mean, I know I know Bongino did some predicting in this area that what was going to happen with Tucker being ousted from Fox is that they were going to now come up with all these emails and text messages that were misogynistic you know, like they did with Bill O'Reilly you mean misogynistic that created a harmful work environment sort of text messages that he was rude that he was nasty that he was sexist well here it all comes this is what they always do because they can't really rat there's no way to rationally defend firing the number one pundit on the planet who had 3.5 million people watching him live 3.5 million people, which is 10 times better than CNN. 10 times better than CNN. So why would you ever fire this guy? There's no way to, there's no way to justify. And you're like, Tommy wasn't fired. They, they parted mutually. That's all a lie. We all know that's a lie. So now they've got to, they've got to come in now and, 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 you know, like backfill why it is that they did it. Because the reason why they did it was because Tucker was outspoken against the vaccines outspoken against the Ukraine war. You can't speak out against the Ukraine war outspoken against the FBI and the DOJ. You can't be outspoken against those things. Why? Because those things cross, he can be outspoken against something like socialism. You can do that because even though they are all socialist, they don't mind you talking about that's allowed. That's a, you are, if you are controlled opposition, you're allowed to talk about, you know, you know, economic things and debt and taxation but you're not allowed to touch the golden gooses you can't you cannot touch the ukraine because they're all being funded by the ukraine they get they get massive amount of money going to the ukraine and then through backdoor channels it all back ends up back in their pockets either through honeywell lockheed martin whatever it may raytheon whatever it all goes back into the pockets of the very people who are who are funding the ukraine war and we could spend three hours on it. But he, you are not allowed to touch those golden goose topics. And he was, he was discussing them. So, and you see, this is exactly why we, it's so important that we now have what, what's called a, a parallel economy. You can go to a place called Public Square, um, Mammoth, things like that. Now, Mammoth, which and it's not Mammoth, it's something else. I'm, I'm trying to remember, but anyway, I'll get you. I'll get you a list of these things because I, I'm 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 writing them down. Public Square for sure. Parallel economy. It's Mammoth. It's on Twitter, Aaron. It's something like that. It's a. It's this new. It's the substitute 
uh, substitute for, uh, oh my gosh, Jeff Bezos, uh, Amazon. I don't know. It just popped. I don't. I don't use any of these things. I don't. I really. My wife does. She'd run. You know. She. You know. I'm just the. I'm just the male line and the pride. She comes to me when she needs me. That's it. She just wanted to order everything. So, but anyway. So it's like the. It's like the alternative for Amazon. We need to be doing all of these things. We can't be lazy and be like, you know what? Somebody disappeared. I'm. I'm telling you this right now, both for my own good and for yours. If I disappear off of Facebook, why do you not have a Rumble account? We're on Rumble, BlackRobeTV.com. We're on Twitter. We're on Odyssey. We're on YouTube, but we get banned off of YouTube regularly. Strikes on YouTube regularly or banned off of YouTube. My church is banned off of YouTube for life. Of course, we just made another channel, but they still put strikes on us all the time for doing absolutely nothing wrong. But this is why we have to have alternative media. People who are, listen, if you are still, listen, I'm not going to say that you have to boycott Fox. That's my own thing. But if you don't have an alternative to Fox where you're like, you know what? I'm watching Bannon. I'm watching Bongino. Whatever platform that Tucker ends up landing on. And even things like I have my, I have my quarrels with the Daily Wire because Ben Shapiro's pimping and whoring vaccines. But he's come out and he's pulled back about 40% from that. Maybe 50%. I have my, my beefs with those, but they're still alternatives. And we, you, you have to be pliable. I don't care if you're 8 or 80 you have to be pliable. You have to be able to use devices and not be like, well, all right, Tucker's off of Fox, but I'm just going to keep watching. Well, then you yourself are controlled opposition because all you're hearing is controlled opposition propaganda. Controlled opposition is when you get to, they, they'll say, you know, we'll let you be on the platform. You get to be our whore Republican. And as long, we'll let you be here. You're going to be the right winger on our, you know, on our platform, whatever, whatever, MSNBC, CNN, whatever it may be, we'll bring you on, like Anna Navarro, people like that on The View and all those people. They, they call themselves Republican. Adam Kinzinger, now on MSNBC or CNN. They're just controlled opposition. They put an R in front of their name to give them some sort of veneer of credibility That's that low information Republicans will buy into, but not you and I. So listen, you, you cannot allow yourself to be victimized by continuing to watch what is controlled opposition. We'll allow you on, but here's what you can say, and here, here's what you can't say. The Murdochs, the owners of Walmart, they're all leftists. They're, even though they think of them as conservative institutions, they're leftists. Murdochs aren't even, even Americans. They're, they're leftists. They're globalist, leftist, bourgeois, elitists. And they bring on pseudo religious people. I have to watch Jesse. See if Jesse totes the line. Or will Jesse, I'm talking about Jesse Waters on Fox, will he become controlled opposition? It was rumored possibly that he'll take Tucker's spot. Will he become, will he be talking about the, where's all the money going in Ukraine? Will he be talking about what's the purpose of all this? What, will he be talking about vaccines? Once he's in the primetime spot, when he's seven to eight, they'll let you do what you, you want because you're controlled. There's not very many people watching. But eight to nine, 3.5 million people are watching Tucker. So they come out and give you a list of what you can talk about and what you can't. So you're just a leftist then. That's why I like all the people who dumb down their content so that they can remain on YouTube or remain on Facebook, remain on whatever platform. And I don't mind little games now. You do like people will, they just blurp out, they blur out the word or just uh, mute out the word vaccine when everybody knows they're talking about vaccine so the algorithms don't catch it. I'm good with all that. 
I really am. I don't do it, but it, you know, I'm not saying I wouldn't. And we we actually on my messages on Sunday, my producer Aaron does some editing on there of the COVID content because it's just an automatic strike on YouTube anyway. And we're actually trying to get people to watch the church. But anyway, you just have to be real careful with what you watch. Why does Laura Ingram kill still still actually preach, you know, the correct message? Is she still going to give out the correct information? Is she going to tote the MAGA line, which she has been? Or is she going to become controlled opposition? You find out relatively quickly. So here's the backstory on what happened, or part of the backstory with what happened to Tucker Carlson. Play it for me, Will. New details revealed in a Rolling Stone report suggest Carlson's departure has been brewing for months. Turns out Fox News keeps dirt files on its own presenters to be used against them in the future, and even plants negative stories about its own talent while still under employment there in the media. Fox News executives have in their possession a dossier of alleged dirt on Tucker Carlson should he attack the network in the wake of his departure, eight sources out and close to the network tile Rolling Stone. Fox News has an oppo file on Carlson. Embarrassing information it will release to leftist media outlets if Carlson disparages Fox. This is all being reportedly overseen by Irina Briganti. This is apparently how they keep their stars in line by basically blackmailing them. Four former Fox News personalities confirmed Briganti likes to keep dirt files on Fox News talent, including one on Carlson. So expect some hit pieces about spicy things that Tucker's said behind the scenes in the very near future. So Irina Briganti, actually at the behest of Fox, keeps in what's called an oppo file on their own talent. And you know, it, you know, I don't know what I've texted over the years. I have no idea. Honestly, I have, I have no clue. I know that it's nothing, you know, I'm definitely not sending uh, nude pics of myself to anybody unless I wanted to induce vomiting to whoever saw it. But I mean, if, if people, you know, you just, people, especially people who aren't governed by the Bible and aren't governed by the Holy Ghost, they will say some really stupid things. Even, I mean, I say stupid things. I said lick balls on this show a week ago. I didn't, it just slipped out. I mean, I mean, I mean, I meant to say it, but it's, but you know, but it shouldn't have been said. So, or lick balls or lick nuts, one of the two. So anyway, not really. So if people keep a file on me too, if they wanted to, you know, my 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 staff that works here at the church, they've seen me fail. They keep a, they keep a file on me too. But it's really bad when you're actually like, if that if I was to fail here and Aaron wanted to release dirt on me, it would have to come out of his mind because he's not keeping a oppo file or quote unquote, a dossier of alleged dirt. That's what they were doing to Tucker. So the predictions that they were going to, you know, backfill this firing with, he's misogynist, hostile work environment. He's being sued by a woman right now. Like it sounded like, she was like a, his personal assistant for his for the all boy misogynist uh, group that Tucker hung around with. So you know what 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 what's what what that's going to entail? Who knows? But it's all just part of you know what fire and smear. And so what am I telling you? I take sides. Wherever Tucker goes, I'm watching. I don't give a crap about their dossier. I don't give a crap about their misogynistic work environment. I don't give a crap about the pr profanity that he said on some text message. I don't care. I'm watching them because nobody's perfect. I'm gonna watch them. Don't fall for it. You know, it's starting to come out now about, it came out, I believe today about Steven Crowder's divorce. 
Nobody even knew that. I didn't even know about it. Steven Crowder's getting a divorce. And they've, they've already put out, it's home security video footage of a dispute between him and his wife. Verbal dispute only. It's already been put out so that they can disparage. And sadly, Candace Owens has come out and basically supported it. So killing your own. See, that never happens on the left. They don't kill their own. They don't do that. And I'm not saying that we avoid the truth. If somebody asked me about how Steven Crowder talked to his wife in the video, I would, I would, I'd give a comment about it, or I'd say it's not important enough to talk about. I'm never going to run from the truth, but I'm not going to purposely for the, for the sake of revenge, which is what Candace Owens is doing because she's with the Daily Wire and, and Crowder went after the Daily Wire. And I don't agree with everything Crowder did either with the Daily Wire. I'm just saying it's so stupid and the left doesn't do that to each other. Then of course their principle is charlatans. You know, if, if Donald Trump was president right now and people were dropping dead from myocarditis, they would be anti-vax. But right now they're pro-vax because it supports their political narrative. Because all that matters to them is personal, personal profit, personal wealth, personal celebrity. That's all that matters to them. Personal power. That's all that counts. So they have an ever-evolving, ever-fluent set of principles. Listen, if they had to, they'd be pro-life. They don't ever care about anything. It's all about, I want people to worship me. I want to make a profit. For the love of money is the root of all evil. I want to make a profit. I want to be a celebrity. I want people to ooh and I when I walk in a room. That's all they care about. All right, let's go to the next thing. James Melville tweet. Just had to put this out there. Again, I told you these are three just miscellaneous, unrelated stories that I just had to lead with. Seed, I have a whole, speaking of dossiers, I have a whole dossier on the food cabal. I just never get to it. I didn't even bring it tonight because I keep not getting to any of this stuff. It's Will and Aaron's fault. But anyway, I don't get to it. But I, I just had to put this one out there. I've got, again, I've got a whole, I've got a whole uh, tranche of, of food cabal information. Seed is the source of life. And the first link, this is from Dr. Verdana uh, Shiva. The first link in the food chain, obviously, control over seed means control over our lives, our food, and our freedom. Guess who has taken control of the global production and warehousing of seeds? Um, that would be uh, one uh, Billy Gates. And there it is. The top bar is Bill Gates. The next one is United Kingdom. Next one's the U.S. Next one's Netherlands. Number three and number four are the top two agricultural producers on the planet, which is U.S. and Netherlands. And then look at, strangely, strangely, number five. Why is the World Bank the number one, the number five global production and warehousing of, of seeds entity? Strange, isn't it? Very, very strange. Switzerland, Switzerland, a tiny little neutral country. Of course, that's where Davos is, is also right there in the top 10. Strange, isn't it? Just letting you know that Bill and Bill Gates, you're wondering why there's all these derailments and all these. I, am I saying that Bill Gates is doing it? No, I'm not. There's no proof of it. But it's very strange with all these. We're having all these derailments when Bill Gates has taken over a large portion of the train system, the rail system inside of the United States of America. And he's also controlling the seeds, also controlling number, the single largest private farmland owner in America is Billy Gates, followed by number two, the CCP. That's a fact, by the way. All right, May's video. Another thing, I just, I just put this out there. It's on the Russian bounties. You know, you might be thinking, well, that's an old story, but I want you to see what they do. 
This is a new video about an old story. May's video. Dishonest politicians working with dishonest media. This is how easy it is to swing an election. This is when the globalist left, namely, and it's and when I say globalist left, the DNC, of course, Democratic Party, of course, is included in that. But they're way more than the DNC, the Democratic Party. They're all flying back and forth to Davos, flying back and forth to Glasgow for their climate summits. They're globalist citizens. They do not look at America as a sovereign land. They look at America as a globalist state that we will be one of the, say, 200 states of the world governed by people like Klaus Schwab and some sort of consortium out of Davos or out of Beijing. But this is how they do it. They just make things up. Just as an example before I show you this. What they'll do is they'll say they'll leak information to the media. You've heard me use this example before because this is what the FBI did with the collusion hoax is they leaked information to the Washington Post. So the Washington Post reports FBI is investigating Russian collusion. And then the FBI uses the Washington Post story to verify, to justify their investigation. That, that was actually on their, their FISA warrants. On their FISA warrants were, they leaked, they didn't say, of course, that they leaked the information to the Washington Post or to mainstream media, whoever it is. I'm just using, I don't even know if the Washington Post is involved with that. I'm just using it as an example. They don't, they don't put on their probable cause affidavit. They don't put on their, their FISA warrant request that they leaked the information to the Washington Post. They just say, look, we're justifying this because the mainstream media is reporting on collusion. They got that information from the person writing the warrant request. This is how it all works. And that's how the Russian bounties thing worked. Play it for me, Will. Very important Monday morning. The U.S. has gathered intelligence that Russian intelligence officers have offered to pay bounties to Taliban fighters who kill Americans, who kill Americans. Three people briefed on the matter told NBC News. The New York Times first broke the story on Friday, aspects of which have been matched and independently reported by NBC News, the AP, the Washington Post, CNN, the Wall Street Journal, and ABC News. With the White House engulfed in a new Russia scandal, this one involving the president's flagrant disregard for intelligence reporting regarding bounties on U.S. soldiers' heads. We effectively greenlit their assassination campaign against American soldiers. I think about this as a dad, a father, who sent his son to serve in harm's way for a year in in the Middle East and in Iraq. And I'm disgusted. Bounties on the heads of American soldiers. And you know what a bounty is? Bounties on the heads of American soldiers is unwilling to take on Putin when he's actually paying bounties to kill American soldiers in Afghanistan. Remember the Russian bounties we heard about last year? The intelligence had suggested that Russia paid the Taliban to kill U.S. troops in Afghanistan. Well, it turns out that might not be true. The Biden administration now saying that intel isn't conclusive. Allison, the idea that the Russians paid bounties on the heads of American soldiers in Afghanistan 
is falling apart a little bit. What we also reported back in September was that the military was unable to corroborate this intelligence, that they had looked hard but found really no evidence that this program existed. Three people briefed on the matter told NBC News. The New York Times first broke the story on Friday, aspects of which have been matched and independently reported by NBC News, the AP, the Washington Post, CNN, the Wall Street Journal, and what we ABC also News. reported back in September was that the military was unable to corroborate this intelligence, that they had looked hard but found really no evidence that this program existed. It's just like when you heard in, in, the, in the pregame with the AOC video that she's receiving death threats. Never any documented death threats. And what they do here is they say an intel source. Well, you know how they can do that? They just go, hey, listen, do you know anybody who's a former intel guy? Say you're the Washington Post because ABC, NBC, ABC, MSNBC, CNN, and every leftist pundit on the planet all reported that under the, under the Trump administration, the Russians, of course, Russia, 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 the Russians were putting out bounties on American soldiers and nobody did anything about it. And this came from Intel source. Hey, you know what? Call Billy Bob. Wasn't he, wasn't he a janitor over at Langley? Just have him say that there might be an investigation going on into Russian bounties on American soldiers. And that's all they need. And then they just feed it from one source to the other, one, one pundit to another. Well, Because then, then once it gets past the initial lie, then nobody's lying because they're just reporting on somebody else lying. That's how it works. I got it from Joe Scarborough. I got it from Chuck Todd. I got, it. I got it from Jake Tapper. It doesn't matter then. Now you're not lying. You're the only person has to worry about is the first initial liar, which is somebody who's in the CIA, somebody who's in the, in the DHS, some, some sort of, of, of deep state leftist hack that Donald Trump foolishly didn't fire. They just have to just make it up. Once he gets past that first lie, there's no criminality because, or no civil liability because you are, what I mean by the civil liability is defamation possibilities because you're just reporting on what somebody else said, which blows apart the whole Dominion Fox lawsuit because all Fox did was report on what other people said and they just gave away $787 million. You can never do another interview again. That's the precedent's now been set. Even by the people that are rejoicing and Fox's demise as far as Dominion, I'm not talking about Tucker right now, the Dominion lawsuit, don't realize that they themselves, if they bring on anybody that espouses a lie, they're just interviewing a person, and that interviewee, like right now they're interviewing somebody who claims to have been raped by Donald Trump. Of course, right? All the rapists show up the year or two before an election, right? Of course. So that if, if she turns out to be lying, which she is, then they can be sued for defamation now. Just like Trump, just like just like Fox News is being sued for defamation. So that's how it all works. I just wanted to put that. That's how that's how one six works. That's how the Ukraine works. That's how COVID worked. That's how vaccines work. Everything. It's all lies, without with specific, very notable exceptions. I can tell you who the liars are and who aren't. Who's telling the truth in the media? Who's not? Find the ones that are telling you the truth. All right, moving on. Got to talk about, I've, I've labeled this section of the show pervert violence. Perv violence for short. So I'm going to show you this, this video that was, went viral two weeks ago, but I just, I'm using it to, to set the precedent for the, for the rest of, of this section of the show. 
Charlie Kirk video, this biological man tells trans people to arm up in issues of violent threat to anyone who tries to block him from a woman's restroom. Play for me, Will. If you back a wild animal into a corner, they're going to become a dangerous animal. So if you want to die on that hill of yours of righteousness and moral majority, then you go right ahead. I dare you to try and stop me from going into a women's bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. I dare you to try and stop a transgender woman in my presence from using the bathroom. It will be the last mistake you ever make. This is a call to action and a call to arms to everybody within the United States that are scared, worried, have children that are transgender, lesbian, bi, or gay. This is a call to action. You need to arm up, plain and simple. Go out, buy a gun, learn how to use it efficiently through and through because the time to act is now. You need to protect yourself and you need to protect your fellow transgender brothers and sisters and theys and thems. You need to protect the rest of us in the LGB community as I'm going to do myself because there are lots of people like me who are not afraid to die. I love my girlfriends to death, but I would rather die for them to secure their safety, freedom, and future than to live and not have anything done. So you go ahead. You protect your kids. All right, so let's look at this. Now, I, I could go with the obvious argument of if you had me or you or any other conservative say on, especially on TikTok, where you just, you say anything about anything on TikTok that violates the CCP narrative, you're off for forever. But imagine if any of us on the right would have said the following. This is a call to arms. I'm telling everybody to arm up, go out and buy guns. Now, here's the thing again. Where are all the confrontations that allegedly are occurring between, uh, what, what do they call it? cisgender people? Cisgender people and transgender people. I mean, you couldn't be any more adamantly anti-transgender than I am, and I've never been in any sort of confrontation with any, any transgender people. Where are all these threats? I want them, I want them documented. Written documents or recordings of all of these threats going to transgender people. And again, transgenderism is just another form of a mask. It's just another form of a vaccine mandate. It's just to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point. Being able to get through that singular access point, part of your qualifications to be able to buy any product will be, do you, do you acknowledge he, her, they, them pronouns? If not, no access for you. This is already going on in China. So there you see the violent rhetoric. Now, all of the people that are claiming to be victims of violence are not being victimized by violence. They are actually perpetrating the violence. None of they're, they're not. Where's a transgender person ever a victim of violence? When? The only time this was actually put out by Andy No, and just so everybody knows, Andy No is out of the closet, full-blown gay, gay, gay American, Asian, male, liberal reporter. The only, the only subset of transgenders, this is an absolute statistical fact, the only subset 
of transgenders that are disproportionately victims of violence are transgender homosexual prostitutes at the hands of black males. That's a fact. Check it. Fact check me. That's an action. That's an absolute fact. There is no other violence. We would see it. We see all the other violence. If you're someone like me and you scroll hours and hours and hours a day for all the latest stories, I would know I follow both liberal and conservative pundits. I would see the videos. If they had videos of transgender people being victimized by violence, they would post them. But that's, they're endlessly putting out videos. Transgender genocide, where? Transgender thre- threats of violence against transgenders, where? There'd be somebody, there'd be, somebody would be able to produce, you know, a, a, a screenshot of a text message. Nothing. There's absolutely nothing. Just like there's no climate change. Nothing. There's no COVID-19 threat. 0.1% post-infection death rate. Nothing. All lies. The, the, the number one cause of death for children is gun violence. Not true. It's accidents. And the number one cause of death for children, and there is, it goes without comparison, is abortion. 41.2 million kids aborted per year. One to two million aborted per year in the United States alone. And they talk about 45,000 gun deaths. And and those mostly, by the way, 75% of those are kids over the age of 16 who committed suicide. These were not drive-by shootings. It's all, my point is, it is all lies. Everything that you are hearing is lies. That's why we in the church must address it. If you are against the devil, what is one of his names? In John chapter 8, verse 44 and 45, the father of lies. It's not politics. It's not. It wouldn't matter to me. If you had, if Republicans, and I hit Republicans hard whenever they start to say he, she. Matt, Matt Slap with the CPAC, when he came out and said, we need to be discussing and having some understanding towards, I'm not having understanding towards anything that's absolutely uh, paradoxical to logic. I'm not doing it. Absolutely not. All right, so Greg Price video. The people that are committing violence are the people claiming to be victims of violence. Here's violence in the Louisiana House Education Committee. They just moved a bill out of committee to make it illegal for teachers to hide a child. So they just made it illegal. All they did in Louisiana was said, you know what? If you're going to be a teacher and you're going to urge a kid to lop his nuts off, you need to tell the parents, hey, hey, mom, dad, you know what? Hey, just a quick phone call. I was talking to Billy today. They're like, um, Billy Thompson, Leah Thompson, and who, by the way, is Leah Thompson. I'll get to this in a minute. Leah Thompson is now transitioning back to male. Absolute fact. Transitioning back to male. He's, I mean, hey, he's cashed in, baby. I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, but he's cashed in. He's been dating and having sex with women the entire time. Yeah, they're in like, they, they will call themselves in a lesbian relationship with their, with their female penis. The, 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 the guy with the threat and the violence to arm up that guy is in a relationship with a woman and says that he is a woman in a relationship with another woman and that it's like almost like a hetero, I guess the woman's identifying as a man, he's identifying as a woman and penetrating his male vagina with his female penis. That's, this is an absolute fact. That's what Leah Thomas has been doing. He claims that he's actually dated a man. Was it, did he date a man? Or they date a woman identifying as a man so they can still have heterosex. 
because he's been having sex the whole time with women. Alali gets the added added pleasure of watching women undress constantly, and not when he gets sick and tired of his own team uh, undressing, then he can just like a porn addict, he can go to the next locker room and watch other teams undress. And now he's going to be a male again. Think about think about how all the people now, Riley Gaines, people like that feel that he's been interested sexually in her the whole time. She knew it. She could tell when she's sitting there in the locker room. If you if, listen. Where I'm talking too long again. If you, how many of you have spent time in a locker room? I play I play college football at UCF, so I spent my whole life around naked men. Everybody's showering, hundred of us. Nobody gay, nobody's looking, nobody cares, no interest whatsoever. Head down, nobody cares. It very she obviously noted different behavior with him in the female locker room, of course. So the Louisiana House Education Committee just moved, Greg Price video, moved a bill out of committee to make it illegal for parents to hide child's gender transition from parents. So if you're going to be an educator and you're going to tell kids to lop off their nuts, lop off their penis, get get an inverted penis and an an extroverted uh, uh, hanging appendage, which will never function. If you're going to be doing that to, let's say, a 12-year-old, you need to notify your parents. That's all. So all it is, they need to notify the 12-year-old's parents that we are counseling him to have his balls cut off. And here's how, now, they all claim the transgenders with no documentation, no proof, no evidence, to be victims of violence. But they're the ones, the only ones that are perpetrating violence. Listen to their behavior. Play for me, Will. As amended favorably to the House floor by a 7-5 to five vote. Is it? Is it? Appreciate your time, committee. Uh, do I have a, is there a motion to adjourn? Thank you. See, that's, that's, not, that you, now when have we ever acted like that? We've, we've lost plenty. None of us ever act like that. We're the alleged perpetrators of violence. I have no interest in violence whatsoever. I'm just not going to call somebody who's noticeably a male by a female name. I'm not going to do it. I am not going to participate in your delusions. It's no different. Like I said, transgender is just another form of a mask. I'm going to pretend that a mask stops a viral viral infection. 0.06 to 0.14 microns is the size of a COVID-19 particle. And I'm going to pretend a mask stops that. There's no mask on the planet, including an N95 that stops that. That's why all countries with N95 mandates, their COVID rates went up. But they can block it. So I'm not going to participate in people's delusions. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to put a mask. Yes, sir, if you could put a mask on, that would all that would make us all feel more comfortable. I don't care. I'm not going to play pretend with you. I'm not eight. I'm 54. We're not playing cops and robbers or cowboys and Indians. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to pretend so that it gives your life some sort of meaning because now you get to pretend that you're saving lives by wearing a cloth mask around like an idiot. I'm not going to do it. And transgender is no difference. Just the next mask, just the next vaccine mandate, just the next climate change, just the next gun grab. It's all lies. Mischief video. The DOJ will not release the manifesto from transgender Nashville shooter Audrey Hill. Play for me. We have a manifesto, we have some writings that we're going over uh, that uh, pertain to this day, the actual incident. But that's not all. Authorities found cell phones, laptops, a suicide note, three folders, and 19 journals. So why hasn't the public seen any of this? 
And do they really expect us to believe that they can't establish a clear motive behind Audrey Hale's actions? But there's another curious development as well. The media are usually rabid, right, about securing the release of the shooter's diaries or manifestos. But they've fallen oddly silent, oddly incurious here. Why is that? Well, the night of the shooting, the angle spoke to FBI criminal profiler about the issue. What he said stuck with us. Watch. They're going to have to release all of that, James, yes or no? The, all of that's going to have to be released to the public. Well, Laura, that's exactly where I was going. It should be released. But I have a feeling there may be some uh, DOJ uh, part participation in this. They may not want this kind of these kind of writings going out. It would destroy a bunch of a nar narratives. Of course, because the narrative is is that the transgender population are victims of violence with no evidence, no videos, no screenshots, no pics, nothing, nothing. I would see them. There's nothing. So if they released Audrey Hale, Audrey Hale's manifesto, who went around calling her calling herself. Aiden Hale, who shot up and killed six people at the Covenant School in Nashville, three of which were nine-year-olds, if they release that manifesto, which, by the way, let's just all go back with the last several mass shootings, which were all, which, by the way, many of them are transgender people. All of them were leftists. None of them were right, were right-wingers at all. They tried to spin it that way, but they were all leftists who are allegedly against guns, and then they go buy guns and kill people so that they can get your guns. That's the point of it all. Are you saying, Tom, that there's some sort of conspiracy behind it all? I don't know. There's not, Steve Bannon says there's no conspiracies, but there's no coincidences either. So why isn't this being released? Because it will violate the narrative. The narrative is transgenders are the victims of violence. Therefore, they need to be a, a protected class of people that will be used to leverage you into a one world commerce system with a singular access point because that singular access point will will have a list of checks that you must get like a like a like a subway card for a free for a free subway sandwich you got to get a certain amount of punch holes in that thing and one of those punch holes so that you can access product through that singular porthole one of the ways to access product will be that you will acknowledge he him her uh, they, them pronouns, or you will not be able to access product. Can you put that headline up, Aaron? So here's the thing, too. Nobody's talking about this. And I don't, like I said, this is Fox 5. This is local. I, boycotting me watching Fox, not using some of their content. Just so everybody knows. I always like to be transparent. Alabama shooting three arrested. It's actually, it's out. I think it's up to five now arrested. And, 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 but this is the correct, correct event. It may be just three. But I watched them coming out of the jail. It seemed like it was more than three. But anyway, nobody's talking about this. Why? Doesn't fit the narrative. The narrative is, is that black people are the victims of white violence. Remember, the number one threat in America, according to Christopher Ray and Joe Biden, is white supremacist, right? white supremacist terrorist violence. Where? Show me a pic. I just wanted one pic. Listen, I know you can find two white guys fighting each other. That doesn't count. I want to see the white supremacist terrorist violence. Where is it? Because that's the narrative. And they use that. They use that to usher in totalitarian control when there's absolutely no evidence of it whatsoever. Mass shooting, all the, this, this story are mass shooting. All the suspects are black. I don't care whether they're black, white. I don't, does none of that matters to me at all. What matters to me is um, that the perpetrators were arrested. I don't care whether the victims were white or black. That doesn't matter to me either. I just want the, the suspects arrested. They have been, but this isn't getting any, any mainstream media coverage whatsoever because it doesn't fit that narrative that black people are the sole victims of violence and the perpetrators are white people.
It's not the case. As a matter of fact, over the last, I believe it is, I'm trying to remember, last three years, most mass shootings were committed by black men. That's a fact. And over the last couple months, 80% of mass shootings have been committed by transgender women or men, depending on what they're identifying as. So that's that. All right, let's go on to the next one. Now, I just want to show you this. Again, some of this stuff is old, but it's just it's just part of my, of my dossier, so to speak, showing you the narrative is completely a lie. It's all a lie. Climate change lie, vaccine lie, COVID lie, gun grabbing lie, all lies. The, 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 the lie that I'm talking about now is that the transgenders are victims of violence when they're actually the perpetrators of violence. That, the truth is they're perpetrators of violence. Here we are. This is at a screening of Matt Walsh's uh, movie, What is a Woman? Antifa and far-left extremists tried causing attendees to fall down Looks like tile, tile stared, marble laden stairs. They put marbles at the top of the stairs so that people would fall down concrete stairs. Who's the perpetrators of violence? As it, have you seen any right wingers put out marbles at a mass transgender event? No. You only see the alleged victims of violence perpetrating violence. Play it for me, Will. <laughs> People, I mean, people die that way. That's so. That's permanent injury, permanent infirmity. People can die that way. Who's the perpetrators of the violence? Are we are we going out there? And again, the people who claim to be victims of censorship are the censors. We never try to ban any of their stuff, ever. We don't try. No, like Rumble is considered a right wing uh, platform, but no, it's not right wing. Anybody can go on Rumble. Anybody can go on Rumble. Anybody can go on Twitter. The only people that are censoring are the people that are claiming to be victims of censorship. The only people that create a disinformation governance board are the people who are claiming to be victims of censorship. It's all, it's all really fifth generation warfare, KGB, uh, Hitler, Gestapo, Goebbels propaganda. That's all that it is. And here, here's, Bi- here's Biden. Listen to what he says. Play it for me. And across the country of late from our, some of our friends on the extreme right, LBT students and teachers are under attack from hateful laws. I've directed Secretary Cardona to strengthen protections of Title IX, to protect both students and school employees from sexual assault, harassment, discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity. So he said, he, again, L, he says L, LBT, LBT students and, and teachers are under attack. Where? Where are they under attack? It's like I said during the entire COVID pandemic. Where are all the bodies? I hear about all the bodies. I hear that the emergency rooms are being full. Tom, you talk a lot about COVID. It's just a perfect example. It's the epitome. Just like climate change is. Where? I'm just, I, I sent my cameraman around to all the hospitals, film the emergency rooms. There's nobody there. Nobody in the parking lot. Nobody there. In Florida, everybody, I'm sitting in South Sarasota County. The average age here is 60 plus. There wasn't anybody in the hospitals. Not for, not for Alpha, not for Delta, and not for Omicron. Where are all the bodies? Joe Biden says that LGBT students and teachers are under attack. Where? Where? Where are they under attack? And he actually says they need to be protected from sexual assault. Who's trying to sexually assault a man dressed as a woman? There's a question. I mean, uh, I mean, it's funny because all these guys like Dylan Mulvaney and all of them, 
And Dylan Mulvaney's just he's just he's just a click whore. That's all that he is. That's all he's he's not even, I don't even think he's thoroughly transgender. He's just a click whore. That's the way for him. He's become probably a multimillionaire. Cost of Bud Light forever. Bud Light will never be the same. Not that I would ever drink beer. I hate alcohol. But I'm just telling you, they'll never be the same. But he says that these students need to be protected from sexual assault. The only sexual assaults that have occurred are transgender boys attacking females in female bathrooms. And let me just say this again for everybody. Why is it that you don't have any women identifying as men trying to play in the NFL? Why do, why do you not have any women identifying as men trying to compete in any male sport? Why is it that you don't have any women dressed up as men trying to get into men's bathrooms? Have you ever noticed that? That transgender, I guess they'd be called trans men and women dressing up as men. Why are they still in the ladies' room? Why, why aren't they in the men's room? Why is it that it's always men trying and you're like Tom you you sound like a reverse show but no I'm just 25 years in law enforcement every pervert I dealt with was not a woman it was always a man who's peeping in windows ain't no woman 25 years of law enforcement not one time 25 years night go ahead and check my bona fides Sergeant Tom Lipley Sarasota County Sheriff's Office go ahead and check it 25 years 1992 to August of 2017 25 years in a day street level law enforcement so not one time, not one time did I ever hear of a woman peeping to try to see a man's genitals. Ever. That doesn't happen. It's always men. It happens once again. It's always men trying to see women naked. And that's ex all that this transgender stuff is, as well as to usher in pedophilia. Again, so that men can diddle kids. What, what women are diddling kids? Again, 25 years long for it. Never saw one. Never saw one. And you, you'll find you'll find some out, you know, some outlier somewhere. I'm just telling you, statistically speaking, it's zero. There no women diddling kids. You'll get the occasional uh, teacher who's having sex with a post-pubescent student. Yes, I'm talking about diddling little kids. It's always men. So the transgender men. Okay, just another one. Here's another. I mean, I'm never. I'm, Gosh, dogs, 939. Yeah, there you go. There, there you go. There I was. Just so everybody can see, that's where I was. That's my cop haircut. Thank you, Aaron. That was fast. But that's the thing. You never, you never, you never see it. It just doesn't happen. It's always, it's always men. That is what, what let me ask you this. So where are all the women dressed up as men twerking in front of eight-year-old girls? Anybody know? Anybody? I'm out. We've been, the three, there's three of us that are producing this podcast. You have my head producer, Aaron, associate producer, Will, and you have me doing the screaming. Now, here's the thing. That's my job, screaming. We have, we have I mean, it's got to be thousands at this point, right, Aaron? Thousands and thousands of videos. Okay, thousands, right? And, and, and hundreds and hundreds of trans videos. I've never found one of a woman dressed as a man. Let's say... Like a woman trying to be a Chippendale dancer. You know, if she have a smooth front, the bulges would be gone. But dressed up as a Chippendale dancer, twerking in front of eight-year-old girls. Why is that exactly? All you have are fully penis men because it's a perverted sort of transsexualism. 
is really what it is. They're turned on by dressing up as a woman, twerking in front of little kids. Why is that? Why is it always men? Have you ever noticed this too? And this is this will sound mean, and it's intended to be mean. But it's these always these little dumping guys, these little dumpy professors, and and some uh, teachers. And of course, I'm not saying that's that's the entirety of the trans movement. But it's these dumpy dudes. These fat. You ever seen? There's a singer, Sam Smith, right here. Sam Smith. He's out there dancing with a mankini on. The man's a hundred pounds overweight. 100 pounds overweight and squatting and gyrating. And, you know, why, why, why is no woman identifying as a man doing this? It's all men identifying as women, twerking in front of six-year-old girls and going into women's restrooms. Never the other way around, statistically speaking. And look how fervently that fat dude, that dude, again, she's fat men. They have absolutely no chance at heterosexual relationships. None. And by the way, if you're a fat guy, you've got a chance. All you got to do is, listen, all you do is have some game. You got a shot. All you got to do is believe in yourself. You got a shot. You don't need to, you don't need to become a he, they, she, sure. She, he, whatever. No, I just made up my own, sure. All right, Greg Price video. So breaking, now this this woman, her name is Z, her name. See, I got, I got, I got into it because that's how it's always written. It's a him. It's a man. His name is Zoe Zephyr. I'm sure that was his God-given name on his. I'm sure that's on his birth certificate. Zoe Zephyr. Sure. It's a man dressed up as a woman. That's just so funny too, because they, we all know that they're men, but when they start to talk, it's like, oh my gosh. Which, I don't mean I. If you see, have you seen the video of Brittany Griner talking? I mean, maybe it needs to be some serious checking into what, you know, what she is. I mean, it, 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 I mean, she, she has a deeper voice than me. Easily deeper than me. What's that, what's that singer you said? Barry White sings like all those low, she's Barry White. Seriously. It's, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Whether she's taking hormones, I don't know what she's doing. But he, this is the Montana House of Reps has shut down, um, has been shut down by left-wing protesters. So again, getting back to my narrative, the people who are claiming to be victims of violence are the perpetrators of the violence. Here's what went on at the Man Montana House of Representatives. These are all transgender activists in support of transgender Democrat Zoe Zephyr, who's a man dressed up as a woman, and he's now been censored off the floor. He's not allowed to return to the Montana House of Representative floor for the rest of this year. And that's how you fight back, baby. Oh, yeah, but you're going to be accused of being, a, being transphobic. Fine. Doesn't matter what you do. You're going to be a racist, transphobic, misogynist, xenophobic, whatever. It's, they're going to label you that anyway. It's all lies. Everything they do is a lie. Everything they do is a lie. Play for me, Will. So you had a Tennessee House of Representatives insurrection. Now you have a Montana House of Representatives insurrection, all brought about by transgender activists. You had, you had the violence against Riley Gaines, 
where she had to be locked in a room for three hours while the transgender activists, the transgender protesters outside threatening violence actually did commit violence against her, kicked her, punched her, hit her, did all of those things because she gave a speech and all of those men pretending to be women and women pretending to be men outside, mainly men pretending to be women, are all out there claiming to be victims of violence. Where? Only victim of violence I just saw was the Montana House of Representatives, the Tennessee House of Representatives. And where's all the insurrection talk? I I thought that it was an insurrection whenever you shut down. How long was the 1-6 insurrection? How How long was it? It was 150 minutes long. Two hours long, two two and a half hours long. That's all that it was. So when you sh- that's that's what happened. A couple million dollars worth of damage. I don't agree with the damage. I just want to see you instigated the violence. I want to know, but that, those questions won't be answered by Chris Ray or Merrick Garland. I want to know how many FBI operatives were in the crowd instigating felonies, and not only F- FBI operatives, NGOs from federal agencies in the in in the one six protests like Ray Epps instigating violence. I want to know. Why won't they release the tapes? Everything's a lie. One six is a lie. COVID's a lie. Does COVID-19 exist as a virus? Yes, it exists as a virus because real scientists and real doctors have looked at it under a microscope and said, yes, it's a man-made virus. It exists. It exists as a virus, but not as an existential threat to your life. That's a lie. CO2 emissions, lie. Climate change, lie. Gun grabbing, lie. Gun grabbing, they, they use... They use uh, increases in gun violence as an excuse to take guns the very gun violence that they themselves institute and instigate so here now here's the transgender narrative now i'm switching off of violence here now i want you to see the transgender narrative it's outlined with a brief statement by joe biden play it for me rebecca put a teacher's creed into words when she said there's no such thing as someone else's child no such thing as someone else's child our nation's children are all our children. So he's putting a teacher's creed into action. Quote, there's no such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are our own, are, are all our children. So they're saying that both my kids are adults now, 22 and 25, 22 and 24. But that, so they're saying that my kids, when they were minors, are their kids. Do you feel that way, Will? You got a couple kids. All right, that's my other producer. How old are your kids? Uh, 10 and 7. 10 and 7. So Will is not going to release his son or his daughter to the custodial authority of one Joseph Robinette Biden who has raised two drug dealers or two drug addicts. Hunter Biden and his daughter. That's He's done a fantastic job raising his kids, hasn't he? Fantastic job. Will has decided he's the only one that has, has, has minor children in the room right now, that he has made his own decision, probably to the place of giving up his own life, that the government will not be the custodial authority over his kids. That he and his wife will be the custodial authority. Will, you're going to make all the decisions for him until they're 18, right? All right, he's got them. He doesn't need Joe Rob- Robinette Biden who, who created a Hunter Biden. <laughs> And Aaron, see, that's why I got to get you about you. I got to get you mic'd. <laughs> At one point, we're going to, when we get this, when we get the church, we're sitting in Foundation Church right here, 13,000 South Trail, South Tamiami Trail, Northport, Florida. We're sitting right here in our podcast studio. All around us is hurricane destruction. 
When we get it all fixed up, I'm going to have Aaron and Will mic'd, and you'll be able to see them when we get all that done. Because like I, what I said was, <laughs> Joe Biden created Hunter Biden, and Aaron chimed in and showered with Ashley Biden to the place where she has recently written in 2022 that those showers were, what was the word? Uncomfortable. I can't remember. You know, inappropriate. That were noticeably inappropriate. <laughs> That's, I don't think Joe Biden, who likes to shower with his daughter to the place where his daughter, what are you doing ever showering with your daughter? I mean, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, I'm one of the, I mean, I get it when you're like, they're little tiny babies and you're in there doing a quick shower. But when your kid's like walking, uh, it's over. They know what, they know what hoo-hahs and wee-wees are. It's over. There's some parental advice for everybody out there today. You're welcome. It's over. <laughs> You're welcome. So that's so we have decided that none of us are going to relinquish our kids. Joe Biden, there's no such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. No, Joe, they're not. But that's what the left is saying. So we moved off of violence, and now we're going into legislative action. What the transgender movement is doing. And remember, the, trans, the homosexual movement is somewhere in the neighborhood of one to one to five percent of the population if that i mean it's not even that it's one it's one percent i just don't like to undershoot it or overshoot so one percent of the population is homosexual now what's the percentage of transgender about probably the same as the COVID fatality rate 0.1 percent one tenth of one percent but that's not how again you're like well that's because these people even though that it's uh, it's a very uh, rare uh I, I call it a condition, although it's not, you know, it's not a medical condition. It's just a way to find meaning in your life. But it's a very rare uh, situation. They, they, and the left cares so much, even though it's a very uh, a rare problem or a, a, a rare identity that they just care so much. No, it's the same as COVID. Very rare death rate, but they're going to use that very rare death rate to usher in totalitarianism. They're going to take a very rare condition and use that to usher in totalitarianism. What, what are you talking about, Tom? Well, I already elaborated on how they use transgenderism to be a check mark into the singular access point into a one world commerce system. Well, here's another way that they'll do it. Katie Davis Court's tweet, Katie Davis Court tweet, last night, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, Washington State, passed SB 5599, which allows the state to legally take children away from their parents if they don't consent to their own child's gender transition Surgery. So they will, leave this up for me, they will now abide by what Joe Biden said. There's no such thing as someone else's child. Now you got Senate, you got Senate Bill 5599. Our nation's children are all our children, according to Joe Biden. And Washington State under Jay Inslee is putting, pushing, forth, pushing forth legislation that if you do not agree to having your 16-year-old daughter's boobs lopped off, or your 15-year-old son's testicles lopped off and his penis lopped off and given a vaginal uh, inversion surgery, if you don't say okay to that, they can take your kids away. So you see how, again, it's used a very rare condition, 0.1% of the population is used to usher in complete totalitarianism over the care of your children. And you're like, that could never happen because I would never allow, like, listen, I would never allow, my kid would never get to that state. Well, I agree 
unless your kid's going to public school. If your kid's going to public school, then seven hours a day, not counting the bus rides, they're away from you. How many of you spend seven hours a day with your kids? That's what, listen, I have two kids and I begged my wife for a year to have a third and I bailed on it because I just, just didn't consider myself to be that great a dad because I, I, I wasn't spending seven hours a day with my kids. Who spent seven hours? Seven hours a day, they're gone. They can't get your eight-year-old daughter to say that she's a boy. They can't. Seven hours a day worth of exposure to your children when 98% of the people that are teaching your children are left-wing extremists. They're not going to be able to get your eight-year-old girl to say that she feels like a boy. And if if she does say it because there's peer pressure and that she wants to be... Uh, thought highly of to by her teachers adults in her life they can't get her to say i feel like a boy and if she comes home and she tells you that she feels like a boy and you say no honey you're a girl and she goes back and says to her teacher my dad said that i i am actually a girl well now they won't talk to your their parents ever again and get her on puberty blockers without ever telling you and if you ever try to stop it department of, we call it dcf in florida dcf or child protective services cps will come to your will come to your doorstep and remove your child and take them to a foster home and put them on the path to sterilization by the very people who want to lower the earth's population which is a whole another narrative outside of the one world commerce system here's the backup to it 100% fed up report this is off of this off of that would i leave that up there well so everyone knows what i'm talking about i'm still on the same story this is the article about this 100% fed up reports, according to Seattle, Washington journalist Katie Daviscourt, the Washington State Legislature passed SB 5599 last night, which is, this was two, three weeks ago, which allows the state to legally take children away from their parents if they don't consent to their child's transition surgeries. All Democrats voted yes, and all Republicans voted no, which, by the way, just came out I probably won't get to it tonight because I have five minutes left. That when they had the Protection of Women in Sports Act that passed through the House of Representatives. All Republicans voted yes, which means they are they're saying that men can't compete in women's sports and men can't get dressed in women's locker rooms and peer and leer at naked women. They can't, that's not allowed. All Republicans voted for the Protection of Women in Sports Act and all, every single Democrat including Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who is an advocate for women's rights, except for the unborn women, of which 500,000 of them a year are butchered in the womb, as Ocasio-Cortez just rejoices at the very fact that hundreds of thousands of women in the United States alone are butchered in the womb every year. But she's an advocate for women's rights. Yeah, right. But she voted that it's perfectly okay. And I would, I, I'm, I'm longing for the day when this lands on your doorstep. Oh, perfect. Thanks, guys. Perfect. I'm longing for the day that this lands on their doorstep because as I always say, your capitulation to leftist legislation, to totalitarian legislation, to perverted legislation, your cooperation with it will not spare you from the repercussions of it. Because when Ocasio-Cortez, when some guy actually decides to create a demon spawn with that woman, and it happens to be a girl, 
And that fat tub of goo, Jabba the Hutt, wants to go in and diddle around with his penis while his daughter urinates in the stall next to her, next to him. I wonder how she'll respond then. When her daughter gets raped in a bathroom by an illegal immigrant that never need, oh, that, John, you're calling them all raped. I didn't say, I said an illegal immigrant. They're emptying out their jails and sending them across. They're all doing it. Guatemala, Dominican Republic, Cuba, China, sending them all across the southern border. When your kid gets raped in a bathroom by a transgender man, fully penis man, who just loves to be in there while women are taking their clothes off, and your kid gets raped, understand that it was you, Ocasio-Cortez, that set up the precedent that allowed your own child to be sexually assaulted. Your own, your own capitulation to totalitarian narratives will not spare you from the results of those narratives and those agendas. They will not. I love this video. I just had to show it to you. Some of you have already seen it, but this is an OMG. This is James O'Keefe now, formerly of Project Veritas. He's now OMG, which is O'Keefe Media. Confronts fake transgender TikTok star Dylan Mulvaney on the subject of biological males in female prisons where over and over and over again we're seeing the stories of biological men being put in female prisons and lo and behold they identify as a female but they're having sex with females and impregnating them multiple stories strange how that all works none by the way of female prisoners identifying as males and wanting to be in male prisons funny how this works isn't it it's always for the perv speaking of the perv here's dylan mulvaney play it for me I'm James O'Keefe with OMG News outside the Four Seasons Hotel in Beverly Hills. Dylan Mulvaney is inside the women's restroom right now, so I'm going to ask him for comment about our story regarding women being raped in prison by men claiming to be transgender. Here we go. Dylan, this is James O'Keefe, OMG. Women are being raped in a prison in Washington State by men claiming to be transgender. There's footage of them talking about the rape. Do you have a comment on the story here uh, of the w women being raped by the men claiming to be transgender? James O'Keefe, OMG News. Um, do you, what do you think about the women who are being raped by the men who are transgender? Do you have a comment about that? Please don't come in the elevator. Oh, um, what do you think about, what is your comment to the women who are being raped by men claiming to be transgender, Dylan? So we're here with Dylan uh, here. Uh, haven't had much Bud Light recently, but we're very interested in the women's prison. Dylan? Okay. She did go into the, he, she went into the women's restroom. What the f are you doing? This is a women's bathroom. Trying to show them the footage. No comment here at the Four Seasons Hotel in we Beverly Hills? All right. I wonder where she's going. He's going. Ruby, do you have to get my Do you guys have any, like, O'Keefe beer? O'Keefe beer? Do you have any O'Keefe beer? No O'Keefe beer? Do you guys have O'Keefe beer? You don't carry O'Keefe beer? You know when you'll get a shipment in? I just had to show you that. I've already elaborated on... on Males and female prisons. Here's another one. Again, we're in the legislative part of, of the, the perv portion of the show tonight. Alpha News video, Minnesota Democrats want to create a database 
Remember now, the, the narrative is, is that the transgender population are victims of genocidal violence. Everybody's threatening them, committing acts of violence against them. No evidence, no pictures, no videos, no proof whatsoever. But in Minnesota, the Democrats want to create a database to track speech of Minnesotans they deem hateful. So they want to create a database whenever, boy, imagine when they watch the Tom Lightley podcast. I'll be on that database and proudly so, but the Minnesota Democrats want to create a database. Now these are the people who claim to be all about democracy, defending democracy. So databases, disinformation governance board, mass banning and mass censorship, would do, as, as AOC said in the, pre, in the, in the pregame, deplatforming works. These are the people who are about democracy in the First Amendment, right? It's just all redefining things, which I won't get into that right now. So here, here, here's the video. Alpha News, Minnesota Democrats want to create a database to track the speech of Minnesotans that they deem hateful. Who will be the arbitrator of what is hate and what is not? Well, of course, probably their own version of the Disinformation Governance Board. Play it for me, Will. Thank you, Madam Speaker and Representative Vang. If a, a Minnesotan writes an article uh, claiming or arguing that COVID-19 is a Chinese bioweapon that w- leaked from, the, from a lab in Wuhan, and someone reports that article to the Department of Human Rights, is that something that the Department of Human Rights should put in their uh, bias registry under your bill? Representative Vang. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Uh, Representative Niska, uh, you know, not all incidents uh, are considered, I guess, violent or um, criminal, as I said before. And so this clearly, if with the rhetoric that we have seen since the pandemic and uh, regarding um, accusing Asians of bringing in the coronavirus, uh, that is bias motivated. And so that can be considered uh, a bias incident. Representative Niska. Uh, thank you, Madam Speaker. I think I heard uh, yes to that, um, uh, yes to that, which is very troubling to me, um, that, that someone uh, making a, a factual argument uh, along those lines, I think is something that's within uh, political discourse would be uh, included in the Department of Human Rights database. Let me ask you another question, though, if Representative Vang would yield. She will yield. Representative Niska. Thank you, Madam Speaker, and Representative Vang, if, uh, if uh, a Minnesotan is wearing a t-shirt uh, that says, I love J.K. Rowling, and someone sees that and reports them to the Minnesota Department of Human Rights uh, as, an, as an example of uh, gender identity or gender expression bias, is that something that the Minnesota Department of Human Rights should put in this, uh, in this uh, bias database? Representative Vang. Thank you, Madam Speaker and Representative Niska. Uh, you know, I think this question will best uh, be answered by the lawyers. I'm not a lawyer myself. I think in the language of the provision, uh, we have looked at the language to make sure that a substantial part of any incident has to be relating to uh, bias and hate and motivated. Um, And so I will, you know, I'm not going to say a yes or no to that question. Um, It is really uh, up to the... Um, those investigating to decide whether there is a stance. stances. Um, uh. So the arbiters, the purveyors of democracy, the Democratic Party, so we got to defend our democracy. You're not allowed to have a forensic audit of any election because it could jeopardize our democracy. Isn't, isn't a forensic audit of any election democracy to find out if there was fraud in the election? Isn't that democracy in and of itself? 
but you'll have a you have a the Minnesota Department of Human Rights, which is actually the opposite. Again, everything is the opposite. They say democracy, they mean totalitarianism. When they say the Minnesota Department of Human Rights, it is actually the Minnesota Department of eliminating human rights. That's that's what they are. They're going to create a database. And again, I guess this of anybody captured on video somewhere with a Trump shirt on, uh, says has T-shirts that I wear all the time that say I'm not vaccinated because I'm not stupid. That that will be harmful information, uh, hateful. And who will be the arbiter of hateful? This is Aaron's idea. We have all Will, Aaron, I, and Hope, the four people in this room. We have all nominated Nina Jankowitz to be the the arbiter of that which is hateful in the state of Minnesota. A non-biased source, of course. A non-biased political entity like Nina Jankowitz, who is going to be the head of the disinformation governance board. I love how Democrats say that they are the purveyors of freedom and the purveyors of democracy when they're creating government partnerships with social media to censor and ban pundits and information, and they are creating a disinformation governance board there you have AOC saying deplatforming works and they're all they're all they're all the purveyors and the defenders and the espousers of democracy and then now you've got in Minnesota put forward by the Democrats another disinformation governance board called the Minnesota Department of Human Rights that if you wear the wrong t-shirt or utter the wrong phrase you go on a database what's that going to be used for what would that database be used for? Who knows? Never good. Never good when you've got a database that's controlled by a political entity that is espousing their viewpoints about what is hate and what is not. See, the bottom line is, here's the thing, and I'll be called a racist for it and all sorts of other names. You should be able to espouse whatever speech you want to espouse. If, if, if it... If it's defamation, that's why we have a civil court system. You should be able to say, you can even, you should be able to espouse hate. Listen, if you're hateful, you're going to die and go to hell. God will take care of it. But you should be able, First Amendment, because there's no way. My version of hate is not your version of hate. The Republican version of hate is not the Democrat version of hate. The libtard version of hate is not the is not the conservative version of hate. So there is no when there's hateful things said about me, hateful things said about Christianity. So if I'm in charge of the disinformation or the 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 hate speech database, then all the people who put the cross inside of a jar of urine go on the database. You're defending the right for them to do that. Yes, yes, freedom. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. You must stand firm then and not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Galatians 5.1. I have to show you this last one. It's too good not to, not to leave out because this came out today. Mike Davis tweet. You are the White House reporter from LA Times. You coordinated. With, again, these are, the, these are the defenders and the espousers of democracy and they're coordinating with the White House. You coordinated with, with the Biden White House to secretly give a scripted question to the president. And that's at LA Times, the LA Times reporter. I don't know if we make out her name or not. Well, we got a bigger pick in a second. So they coordinated with the White House, sent them a scripted question prior to the press conference. Put it up, and it was caught, of course, Joe Biden was caught right there. A scripted question from this LA Times reporter. Gave, gave the name of her, gave her name, 
where she's from, and the question that she will ask. That's the country we live in right now. Brought to you by the COVID pandemic that conservatives and Christians all bowed to, but not anymore. Hopefully, if you bow to it, you have unbowed and you said, I was wrong. Hopefully, you've done not Not the ones that are pretending like it never happened. Those that have bowed to it and said, it's like the myriad of times I've been wrong in my life. I don't pretend like it never happened. I go to the people that I wrong and said, I was wrong. That's what you do. That's it. Love you all. 1009, nine minutes over. Supposed to be 90. Supposed to be 90 minutes of fury and said it was 99. Minutes of fury. And we got a long post game. You got to stay. Listen, trust me. You got to stay for the post game videos. You got to see them. Seriously. It is great, great stuff. Love you all back here. Saturday night, 55, actually 56. 56 minutes of fury. Saturday night. Do not miss it. 1030. Love you all. Be blessed in Jesus mighty name. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness. Why are you making big decisions? People make life changing decisions for themselves, for their kids, for their future in the midst of blindness. Because ask yourself, was I, have I ever done the due diligence that's adding? Then why are you making decisions? You're operating in pitch black. You don't know what's an open door. No, it was an open door. It was an opportunity arose. It's a way that seems right to a man. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying, do you know? It's the Holy Spirit confirmed to you that you're making the right decision. Dating that person, this job, this opportunity, whatever it may be. Have you fasted? You crucified your flesh, you operating by your feelings. It's a great opportunity. See it all the time. Opportunity does not mean righteousness. enjoyed watching the Tom Lively podcast, would you consider investing in the program? Go to TomLively.com and donate any amount to the podcast and we will send you this exclusive TLP shirt. 